Hey, what's up? My name is Jason. I'm the pastor of Church in the Wild. Thank you for joining us in the wild, where we have sermons, conversations, interests, all the things that make us who we are. Thanks for jumping on here. You matter. Nobody else stayed up till two o'clock last night or this morning, like just studying and, and no. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> first of all, I want to say thank you guys uh, for one, like being here uh, after Thanksgiving. I'm sure everyone's still stuffed. You don't look it from from these blinding lights that are in my face right now. Um, but I do want to say thank you, church, for for one being here and and two allowing me to speak to you all. And uh, thank you, Pastor Jason, for for giving me this opportunity. Um, and, and thank you for all the setup teams who, who make this what it is, honestly. Like, we couldn't do any of this without you. So thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, so actually, I did ask that question. I was like, so who, who's still full? Any, any hands out there? Like, you guys still full from Thanksgiving? Yeah, a couple. Only two people ate. Only two. Oh, three. Okay. Um, any, any special items of food? Like, does anybody have anything, like, unique that they eat for Thanksgiving? Like something that's not turkey, cranberry, and gravy, or ham. Anybody? What is it? What is that? How do you say? How do you say it? Kusha pie. Oh. No. Okay. Well, I'm super confused. I don't know what that is, but it sounds kusha-y. Um so we, uh, we had gorditas, and uh, yesterday we, we, my, my mom made us some gorditas, and I don't know what she does in these things, and they're just so special. Uh, and so thank you um, to my wonderful mom for, for making those. And, and if you guys didn't know this, my family is present today. It, it was just really cool. Um, yeah. So Pastor Jason, I've had the furthest travelers to come see me speak. Um, just kidding. Just kidding. No, but they, they come from Texas, which is awesome. And uh, I'm super thankful that they're here. My brother and his family came from Seattle. Um, so they're, they're, we have some well-traveled individuals from my family that are coming over here. And uh, again, I'm super thankful for, for them being here. And just, <laughs> I can't say thank you enough for all of this, r- really. Like, the opportunity that we are, are all together, uh, to be here all together and, and just praise and worship Jesus, right? Just in this moment, right? And so... Um, as, as we listen to this message today that, that I've put together, and, and th- thankfully, Lord's, Lord's um, shared some things with me that hopefully I'm able to get this message out to you, uh, and whatever he has for you, um, please just pray about it, think about it, and, and let it soak into your, to your lives, um, because I think what I'm going to be talking about today is, are, are things that are practical, practical ways that we can apply the Bible to our lives today, right? So... Um, let's see, L- last week, Pastor ended uh, the, um, his message sermon uh, talking about making the sandwich. I don't, I don't know if, if everybody wasn't here, I encourage you to go back on Facebook and check it out. It was a really good message talking about um, the gratitude to and the gratitude for. Um, so again, I, I encourage you to go check that out if you missed it. Um, and there's just such a good message as to why it's so important to begin every relationship and every, um, I don't know, friendship that you have with gratitude first, right? Beginning with gratitude. Um, so thank you again, Pastor Jason, for those messages. Today, we're going to be talking about these verses, um, and the verses are Matthew 4, 4, 1 Peter 2, 2, Galatians 5, uh, 14 through 26. It'll show 16 through 26 up here. 
and then Psalms 23. So as, we're, as I'm talking here and you, and you feel um, like you want to flip to those pages and get prepared for those, those are the, the, the verses that we're going to be discussing today and, and focusing on as we speak today. And as you see up here on the left-hand side, we're going we're gonna to feed, walk, and surround. These are the, the main topics that we're going to be um, specifically talking about. So before we, we get into reading the scripture, um, I just want to open in a quick word of prayer and uh, just ask for, for God just to be with me and, and be with all of you all today. So uh, if you will, bow your heads. Uh, thank you, Father God, for, for this opportunity just to be here and be able to speak um, in front of this congregation that I love so much. I'm super, super grateful for um, that we are more than just a, uh, just a church. We are a family, and we are able to praise and worship you through our lives, through our our work situations, through whatever we have, Lord. And I, I ask that you just be with me today as I, I talk about your word, and I am able to present it in a way that you would want me to present it, Lord. We ask this in your precious name. Amen. All right, so if you will, I'm going to start with Matthew 4.4. 4. And it should be up on the screen here. But I encourage you to open your Bibles if you brought them. Um, and there will be a reason for that here in just a moment. But uh, it says, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. All right. So what is that talking about? All right. So this is uh, if you're not aware of where, where this where we are in the Bible right here, this is uh, Satan tempting Jesus. Right. This is where uh, Jesus is going through his his trials and tribulations. And Satan is tempting Jesus to make his own food out of these rocks, right? And so some of you may, may or may not know the story, but if you don't, this is where, this is where we are in the Bible. Um, it's, it's really interesting, right? Because it says, man shall not live by bread alone, right? So that is, he's talking about food, right? Very clearly, he's talking about the food, the bread of life. Um, and, but it says, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. All right. So let's flip to 1 Peter 2.2. 2. And it says here in 1 Peter 2, 2, as newborn babies desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. All right, so right here, Peter's addressing those who call themselves uh, followers of Jesus, right? So as a newborn Christian, um, this is where you're getting your milk, right? So how are you sustaining life, right? So we're getting milk through the word of, of, of God, um, but there's other things that encompass that, right? So how are we getting fed daily? Um, and I'm going to talk about this as, as we go um, further in this, but I encourage you guys just to, to read these stories of Matthew and Peter in First Peter and, uh, and actually get the word and focus on it for yourself. Go through it, pray about it, and read each of these verses because they're, they're extremely powerful. Um, I, I want to ask the church, are you ashamed to carry your Bible everywhere you go? Uh, and this is rhetorical. Please don't answer. Um, but... I'm asking because are, are we ashamed of our Christianity? Are we ashamed to be called Christians wherever we go with whoever we're talking to? Um, this is, so actually, I don't know if you, you guys know Rajiv up here, <laughs> smashing these keys and, and just being an amazing individual. Yeah, give him a round of hat. Yeah, 
So he, he came to Thanksgiving with us, and it was such an amazing moment. So thank you, Reggie, for being there. But he, he told us a story, and, and I'm going to share it real quick. And, and th- this got incorporated into to this sermon because it was so impactful to me and my family that I wanted to share it with, with my family, right? And um, so he, he talked about how in India, when you become a Christian, you carry your Bible everywhere you go, right? And, and that's, this is what identifies you as a Christian. You carry your Bible, right? So anything else they, they believe doesn't do that. They, they, maybe they, they do it in a different way. You know, they pray a different way or, or walk a different way or, or what have you. But the story he gave us was that his father became a Christian and, and was almost embarrassed at times to walk with the Bible, right? And, and I mean, it took an ama- amazing amount of faith once, once, um, once he converted to become a Christian. But what I thought was like super impactful was that he, he promised God, like, I'm not going to be ashamed of you. I'm not going to be embarrassed of you. I'm going to carry my Bible everywhere you go. And Reggie, please, please tell him if I'm, I'm saying this wrong. But um, it was just so impactful to me that like everywhere he goes, he, he made the, a promise to the Lord that he's going to carry his Bible everywhere with him. Do we do that as, as American Christians? Do we do that? Do you take your Bible to work? Do you, do you have it sitting there at your desk? Or do you, do you take it to your kid's school or to, in, is it in the car? Or is it on a pedestal? Is, is your Bible your idol and it's just something to look at? Or are we opening it and reading it? Are we looking at it? Are we ashamed of that book? Th- this book is extremely powerful, right? We know that ultimately all we need is Jesus, but this is how we get fed. This is how we grow. And what, what are we feeding? What am I talking about with all this, this food, right? What, what are we feeding when we're, when we're talking about um, eating in general, the word? We're, we're talking about feeding the spirit, the spirit that lives inside us, right? So you need to feed your spirit. We need to feed our spirit. And the only way we can do that is to read the word of God, right? And it's right in front of us. so easy. This is, like I said, this is going to be a very practical message. That's it. Go home. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, so listen, like, that's, that's, that's the message, you guys. This is the message. Like, just f- how do we feed ourselves daily? Like, could you imagine? I want to ask you. So could, could you imagine if who, who ate, like, way more than they should have during Thanksgiving? Yeah, we all did. Yeah, like two servings of pumpkin pie, two servings of apple pie, whatever you have, right? Like, something? What? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, gorditas, yeah, like we ate them all. They weren't, they were so good. Uh, but anyway, so who ate o- like over an abundance of what they probably should have, right? Like we, we all did, but, uh, let's be honest. But like, could you imagine if we read the Bible like we eat and stuff our flesh? Could you imagine? Like what, what would we be as Christians? Who would we be? Like wh- wh- what kind of follower would that make you of Christ? Right, like that, I, like, I don't know about you, but man, as much as I eat, I've gained some, some weight. I've gained some weight. I'm, I'm wearing this so that it doesn't, like, show it as much. I'm just saying, like, I eat good. <laughs> I eat really good. My wife is an amazing cook, and my family is in town. They're cooking. My mother-in-law, every Sunday, she's cooking up, like, Thanksgiving meals every Sunday. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. Thank you, Becky, if you're watching. Um, but seriously, like, what, I, w- I want to know, what kind, of, what kind of Christian would you be if, if I ate the Word of God as much as I ate and fed my flesh? Right? So ask yourself that question. Pray about that. Think about that. If you're looking for answers via social media, via sports, via, I don't know, famous people today, uh, which I, I don't know, I don't want to call you crazy, but that's crazy, 
um, because it's just a world out there that's looking for what? What are they looking for? They're looking for Jesus. They're looking for God in all the wrong places. They just don't know it. They just don't know it. This is where we need to look. This is where we need to be fed from. Don't, don't, take, don't take the Bible for granted. Don't take it for granted. Read your word. Read the Bible. Don't just stay as a baby Christian, as a newborn Christian, and just look. My mom also made, I don't know what it's called. I'm probably going to butcher it, so I'm just going to call it cinnamon rice milk. Mom, can you, what, what is it called? Okay, yeah, so atole de ros. Yeah, so very Spanish, right? It's, it's just like a Mexican version of uh, like oh, cream of wheat. Yeah, yeah, so cream of wheat. So it, does everybody know what that is? Yeah, so okay, so like breakfast oatmeal, basically, kind of. And it is so good, you guys. It's, it's cinnamon rice milk. It's amazing. Eddie, am I wrong? It's so good. It's so good. And I, you know, as much as I, I like things that are flavored cinnamon, I don't think I could live off of just that, right? Like, even after eating, like, a whole cup of it, and, like, I was already kind of like, oh, man, my, my tongue's starting to hurt a little bit just for me. Like, since the cinnamon, like, it's getting on there, like, kind of hurting a little bit. But I, I couldn't imagine just living off of that milk, right? And as much as I like it, it's delicious. But, like, why, why do we do that with the Word of God? Why, why, why are we like, okay, Pastor Jason speaks on Sunday, right? And I, I apologize. I'm not trying to rip face here. Nothing like that. Like, Pastor Jason's going to come restore everything next week. But um, why do we do that with God? Why do we do that with the Word? We're just like, you know, I'll read a verse. And maybe I'll have a daily verse pop up on my phone and, you know, sing at me or sing one worship song in my car on my way to work. Maybe give him five minutes before my food. Not even five. Come on, five minutes. Who's praying five minutes long? Like nobody. Nobody's praying before their f- food for five minutes. If you are, that's more power to you. That's amazing. My mother-in-law, she, she's a prayer warrior. She does that, and it's, it's awesome. But like the couple seconds that you, that you give to God for just right before your meal, you say, thank you, Jesus, for this food. Like, you know, let it bless my stomach or whatever, and, and we move on. Um, is that enough? Are, are you guys okay with being an okay Christian? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. The truth is we need sustenance. We need meat. We need to be able to grow. We need proteins. We need other things. I'm going I'm to tell you we need fruits and meat and chicken and all these other, uh, like all these things. I know chickens and meat, but all, we need all these things, right? We need veggies maybe. You know, I don't know. Green's my favorite color, so I don't really like eating veggies because it's kind of mean to my color. Like I like green, and I don't want to eat it. Like let it grow. Um, <coughs> But anyway, like, if, I'm sorry. If you like greens, I'm sorry. Sorry. Stop, stop eating, my friends. Um, all right. So the more you feed your spirit, the easier it becomes to walk in the spirit, right? And so we're going we're gonna to move to the next verses here that we're going to read. And I'm going to read quite a bit of verses here in Galatians. It's going to be Galatians 5, uh, 16 through 26, I believe, is what I have up here. But I'm actually going to read two verses uh, before that because... I read something this morning that I, I thought was important. Um, all right, so verse 14 says, like I said, it's in your Bible. Um, maybe if you have your apps open. So, for all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I'm going to stop, pause just real quick right there. So, th- the reason why I found that to be so impactful is because of the thing we're going to talk about here in just a little bit, talking about surrounding your spirit, okay? And that's, that's going to be the next topic, but I just want you to hear that for just a moment. 
But if you bite and devour one another, be, beware lest you be consumed by one another. All right, so, and then it says right here in 16, it says, I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are c- contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you were led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are these things, okay? Are they up there right there? I'm, I'm about to jump down here. <coughs> All right, so I thought there was going to be more kids in here because we, this is Family Sunday. So we do have a few of you in here. So thank you for bringing your families. Um, so the first one says, says I- idolatry, right? So we have idolatry. Let's take a couple blocks out of here. Um, let's see, where is that? Fornication. We have a couple things in here. A couple more of these out. Uh, we have uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousy, outbursts or wrath, selfish ambitions, uh, dissension, heresies. So we have a ton of things, right? There's, there's, a, there's just a lot. I'm just going to try to take some of these off here without knocking this thing over. You guys ever played this game before? What's this, what's this called? You guys know? Jenga? Jenga. All right. Uh, I'm just going to we'll see here. All the middle ones are like, wait, okay. So we got through that. What do we have here? Selfish ambitions, uh, dissensions, and heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, um, revelries. Uh, oh, I can't even say that. Yeah, revelries, and the like of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in the past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such things. There is no law. There's no law. And then it says, And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with the passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Okay? A lot of verses there. They say if you can't preach, Pastor Jason says read the Word, right? Talk about the Word. This is what this is what we, we were talking about here. The f- the f- this is our milk. This is our sustenance. This is everything we need for, to feed the spirit um, and to walk in the spirit, right? So how do we do that? Well, we've got to feed the spirit so that we can walk it, right? So that we can walk in the spirit and be physical. If, 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 I, don't have the, if I don't have the word of God, the f- what is this called? Do you, does anybody know as a Christian, what is this called in our lives? What? The bread of life? It's the bread of life, right? It's the foundation, the foundation of our life so what happens if i pull this foundation out it should fall right it will fall it will fall <clears throat> all right so what, what am i trying to get at with all these verses right here in galatians is talking uh paul is talking to the the christian jews at this point in time and he's talking he's talking about all of these different things that they have been practicing and talking about um, with the law of Moses, right? And in, in Galatians, he's, he's telling them, like, look, you don't have to follow, you don't have to just do the law anymore. It's, it's through Jesus that you are saved. That's it. Church, we're saved by Jesus, right? There's no, there's no one else that can save us. You can't save yourself. I can't save you. No matter what I teach up here or Pastor Jason teaches up here, 
And, and I'm telling you, like, if you're only coming for, for Sunday service and, and you're not in the Word daily, um, you're not getting enough. You're not getting enough, right? And, and you, need, you need more of this sustenance. But the thing is, he, why is he telling them all this stuff? He's talking to them because they're, they're so caught up on just the law that was written. So the Ten Commandments, all the laws that were written. Do you guys know what it took to basically get rid of one sin? I don't know if you guys have read the Old Testament, but like, just like to remove one sin was all sorts of rituals and practices and sacrifices and all sorts of different things that you had to do just for one sin. How often do you sin a day? A lot. I sin a lot. I don't know about you. I'm, I'm going I'm to confess here. I, I sin a lot. I couldn't imagine doing those things daily. Jesus did it for us. He was enough. That was it. He, he's enough for us. Yeah.